the college football experience SMU Mustang season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome to the college football experience SMU Mustang season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, give me a little, give me a jingle here, buddy. I am trying to, buddy. <laughs> Not plugged in today. Here we go. We fi- we got something here. I want this pilot. There we I go. Jeez, <laughs> it is a matter of, na- of national security, Patty C. <laughs> that I set up this uh, soundboard. Um, yeah, sorry about that. But look, we're talking SMU Mustangs. Let's get into this. Um, let's just let's just fire away here. Give me the Dundee music. This is the SMU Mustangs, Patty C. From the days of Michael Carter to Jerry Ball to Craig James to Eric Dickerson to Emmanuel Sanders to Cole Beasley to Cortland Sutton to June Jones. This is a rich program and Sonny Dykes. Last time we didn't have COVID. He went 10 and two in the regular season and both losses were by a score or less. He almost went 12 and 0. This is a team headed in the right direction with the collapse of the big 12, perhaps on the horizon. Could it be the Mustangs that could emerge in the big 12 to save them? The team that got dealt the death penalty 
<laughs> for what? Eric Dickerson riding around in a in a gold car when all the SEC in Texas and Oklahoma has been doing it for decades. There would be some wonderful symmetry to that. I guess SMU I recently read was the straw that broke the camel's back in the Southwest Conference, leading to the Big Twelve. Maybe SMU creates the new Southwest Conference. Yes, yes. Uh, I like the ponies. And I'm ponying up here because Sonny Dykes, Mike Leach guy, Mike Leach friend of the program here. Dykes has been good. He's been good down there in Dallas. And he went out and got a Dundee classic defensive coordinator in Jim One Levitt, who I think is one of the best defensive coordinators in all of college football, Patty C. Well, Sonny Dykes, uh, showing that he knows what it takes to take the next step. And it's not necessarily tweaking this or that. Sometimes you just go with the proven commodity, a guy with a little like uh, amazing that he hasn't really gotten a head coaching look again, supposedly punched a player in the face that's frowned upon, but that type of work can happen at any bar in America. Petty C right? <laughs> that's right. Usually it's not to a, I mean, these are grown men. I mean, 18, what do you mean? You could easily, but I, I was in bars when I was 17, 18. I had a fake idea. I got punched in the face before. It's true. Yeah. Been punched in the face a few times myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is the SMU podcast. Uh, no, honestly, I, I really do like the Jim Levitt hire. I think he's been a winner everywhere he's been. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. It's going to be great for this identity of this team to, to get some nastiness going on the defensive side of the ball. And you look and you say, okay, you know, they're replacing Bouchelle at the quarterback spot, but Tanner Mordecai, Oklahoma transfer coming in. They're going to be good at the quarterback spot rec- regardless. I know they have uh Oh, oh uh, the big, the highly recruited guy. What is that? O- Orion, O-line, Orline, or I don't even know. But uh, they also have Derek Green, the uh, what was that? A Georgia transfer and uh, John Setter. So they they're going to be loaded at the court. Trust me, if there's one thing Sonny Dykes is going to know, it's the quarterback position. Uh, it's going to be Mordecai starting. If Preston I Stone, four star. That's what I'm saying. Preston Stone. That's the highly recruited guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Um, guy out of Dallas, Texas. In fact, I'm looking at their top 10 recruits right now, uh, all from Texas and five of them from Dallas, including an, uh, an extra one from uh, Fort worth. So but keeping look, it local, they brought in John Setter from Georgia. I mean, <laughs> by the way, transfer transfer you here, but I'll get to that in a minute, but Ulysses Bentley back at, as, as a redshirt freshman, he was good last year. First team, all AAC, and they bring in Trey Siggers or Sigers from uh, North Texas as a transfer. He was efficient there. And then the big story, Reggie Roberson's health. He's back uh, stud wide out to mix with Rasheed rice and Danny gray. Man, These receivers are going to be absolutely dynamic. Roberson leading the conference prior to his injury in yards per reception at over 21 yards per catch. Nice to have some big play capability there. Bringing back your entire offensive line. The only newcomer is Mordecai who was at Oklahoma or whoever they go with that quarterback essentially. And your tight end uh, Grant Calcaterra uh who is uh, I believe what an o- he was an Oklahoma transfer. So th- this this team loading up. Loading up. I'm going to go through some more of these transfers. They brought in uh, the linebacker Isaac Slade Mat- Matuiatia from Oregon. Nice. A, cor- a four-star corner Jahari Rogers from Florida. Uh setter from Georgia at quarterback spot. Uh, Missouri offensive tackle Thalen Robinson coming in a wazoo kicker Blake Maza 
Uh, Sig- that guy's a Lou Grow Award finalist, 20, 20 of twenty one last year on S- field goals. Sigers uh, or Sigers, however you say that, from North Texas. Mordecai from Oklahoma. I mean, just Arizona State. Nolan Matthews at tight end. People Arizona State wide notice. receiver Jordan Curley. I mean, just loading up Texas Tech tight end Simon Gonzalez. Uh, they they just went out and got a ton of transfers. Uh, and Calcaterra, uh, another one from from Oklahoma. Justin Osborne, offensive tackle from Auburn. Just a slew of transfers on this team, but they returned ten defensively. Patty C. Jim Levin. I know he's going to bring in a new system probably, but you're returning 10 on defense. I love that hire. I think he'll, he'll get them playing some ball. And uh, I mean, let me give you some of the ratings last year. Uh, They did have some cancellations. They had three games canceled a season ago, but coming off of a uh, seven and three season, only 10 games on that slate. But uh, the 15th best scoring offense in the country, 53rd rushing 13th passing 12th overall. Sonny Dykes doing the job there, getting it done offensively at least. And here you go on the defensive side of the ball here. 75th scoring 81st rush defense, 77th pass defense, 78th overall. I think that's going to jump 20 spots. Well, that was already a vast improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Pre- previous three years, they've been 118, 110, and 110. And then, like you say, up to 75 last year, you're bringing in Levitt this year. They jump another 20 spots. You have a top 10 offense and a top 60 defense. Yeah. All of a sudden you're a contender. Watch out. Uh, how, how are they doing recruiting wise? Right. They're doing good. I think they right? are. Uh, they're improving. Okay. So last five years, 80, 87, uh, 69, and then uh, 70. But last year made the big jump down to 51 and are currently sitting at the number 47 class in the nation. Number two in the American. Uh, and on that note, it's easy to see a tide turn. They are getting it done in Dallas. Should we uh, go into this like potential for expansion and the uh, impact that that might have on, uh, they should go SMU. They should go make that jump. I'm telling you how easy, how perfect is it to combine the American and uh, the Big Twelve. It, for Have you heard about? You've heard they've been reporting this. Yeah, that the AAC and apparently uh, Bullsby is saying that the uh, the uh, the Big Twelve commissioners, you know, quoting this is saying they were like tampering. ESPN wants them to join yeah. the, AAC, the AAC. I'm sure Bosley doesn't like it because that's his job uh, that he's losing. But well, maybe you should have expanded five years ago, you asshat. Yeah, maybe right? you shouldn't have been controlled by Texas and Oklahoma so uh, thoroughly. But look, you combine those, you have immediately a freaking great rivalry in Dallas Fort Worth in conference. And you're talking about the number five and number six, most powerful conferences joining forces. All of a sudden that's a a bona fide power conference. And I mean, this is a team that was 10 and two in the regular season two years ago. You add them in Houston and Memphis or UCF. I mean, uh, the big, I don't think the big 12 would exist in this model. This would all be AAC. Yeah. But, um, I think it could be very, very exciting. And I like the future of SMU. They could be coming up. I'll throw some money down there just to see them shit on Texas. All right? oh, I would love it. I would, right? They, they, I mean, this is a program that has been hacking away at it for a long time. And this could actually be their big come up moment. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, they, 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 are, they were the original NIL guys, right? <laughs> That's right. They were the original the cars. Apparently, not really. They just got flagged for it. Right. 
A and M was doing yeah, the same. Yeah. In fact, it wasn't the car not from SMU. It's, yeah, it's from A and M. A and M gave him yeah. the car, and SMU is the one that got punished for it. Uh, look, this win total is sitting. At, I had to double check this because I was like, wait, what? SMU's win total is at six. This is a lock on the over. I don't even have to go through. I understand the schedule could be tricky. I don't care. They're winning more than six games. Uh, you bring back nineteen or twenty starters, depending on what. Publication you read, you would, and think. you bring in Jim Levitt to the defensive side of the ball. The only problem is, the AAC has gotten pretty darn good. They're gonna win some of these games. Yeah, get, they have some fifty-fifty games on there. So yeah, hopefully they're gonna smash this over. Let's get to it. Week one, Patty C, Abilene Christian, SMU is gonna drop an eighty spot on them. <laughs> yeah. All right. That should be easy pickings for us. That's one and L. Week two, Seth Latrell and North Texas come to town. They they whooped up on North Texas in 2019, 49 to 27. I expect them to do it again at old Gerald Ford Stadium. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh losing a Texas guy, bringing in an Oklahoma guy at quarterback, presumably Mordecai gets the start. Bushell out the door. Bushell putting up insane numbers over the past few years, but even prior to that, Hicks putting up great uh, numbers, especially with pat, uh, touchdown interception ratio. Can they continue it? Is this a system yes. thing where the quarterbacks yes. are going to succeed? Yes. And by the way, they did play North Texas. I, I was quoting 2019. They won 49, 27, but they played last year. I forgot the AAC played out of conference. They, they dropped 65 on North Texas. Okay. They're going to, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good look uh, moving into this year. They're going to skunk them, especially a hosting. Yes. Then uh week three, they're at Louisiana tech. If you listen to my lot tech pod, now I'll say the yeah. skip Holtz might be able to make this one interesting, Yeah. but I'm all over SMU beating Louisiana tech, even in Ruston, Illinois or uh, Ruston, Louisiana, not Ruston, Illinois. This is um, a tough game. This is a tough gonna game. They're going to win this. It's the front end of a back-to-back road. Uh, although the second part of that is essentially a Oh, no, not a home game from an not environment far, standpoint. Yeah. yeah, not a far trip. Uh, I like them, you know, three out of the first or four out of the first five games, essentially in Dallas. Not bad. Only trip is to Rustin. I'll, I'll ride with you. I'll give they're them a win three here. Yeah. Uh, they're at TCU. They were at TCU in 2019, Patty C. And they won 41 38 in Fort Worth. That's I expect right. uh, this one to kind of be a similar style game. Obviously, we will favor TCU, I guess, by a f- by a field goal, maybe. I don't even know why that's so obvious, but we just think TCU dynamite backfield, and Gary Patterson's proven it for a long time. Well, in 2018, TCU did wax them 42 to 12, uh, but 19 SMU, the most recent outing, SMU won. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to what to tell you. Just that uh, all time record in this series, uh, TCU leads 50 to 40. So pretty darn good uh, rivalry here. Yeah. What are you doing here? I guess we're going TCU, right? Yeah. Give me TCU, right? Yeah. Uh, home to South Florida for homecoming. South Florida, Jeff Scott. I do expect them to be, be to be better, but look, they played at South Florida just two seasons ago and won forty-eight to twenty-one. Last year they did not play South Florida. I just think SMU is ahead of them right now. Yeah, this is easy peasy. So we're out four and one. The win totals at six, Patty C. Looking good. Looking good. Now uh, the next game is at Navy, and I'll say this: the last time they played Navy, they won last year fifty-one to thirty-seven. But the year before that, they played at Navy and they lost thirty-five twenty-eight. Gotcha. But Navy. with Jim Levitt, 
God, that's a tough game. I mean, I, I think Navy's going to be much, much improved. Navy coming off UCF the week before Indianapolis. I don't know if that necessarily, I don't think a triple option team is the type of team to get, you know, yeah. Stick psyched to their out. basics. Yeah. I just think it's a very winnable game for SMU. I think they're going to go, go get it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Navy got it. Yeah. Yeah. Give me SMU though. 51% to 49%. Yeah. Uh, but that, but that, what, what's that start then, Patty C? We're at five and one there. Five and one. They get a bye week before hosting Tulane. They push here. Now, Tulane, did they play last year? They did, and they won an overtime 37 34 against Tulane. The year prior, they won 37 20. I think you got to favor SMU in that. Yeah. So, right there, you're at what? Six and one. I mean, with this much talent, right? A good quarterback who almost beat. I mean, he did beat Spencer Rattler in camp yeah, last yeah. year. Uh, and then a new defensive coordinator to go along with an experienced and like high pressure defense that already was there. Yeah. S- things are looking six good. Six and one. I'm saying you're at your win total right now. Yeah. And your remaining schedule is hard. You're at Houston, but Patty C uh, they had the Houston game canceled last year, but the year before at Houston, they won 34, 31. Mm. I am going to predict a turnaround and L here. Cause it would just based on this point in the season, I would have expected them to take L number two. So I'll, I'll put it at Houston. I'll say this. They're at Houston and at Memphis. I think they're going to win one of those <sighs> back to back roads. Oh gosh. I'm, I'm giving them two L's there. I got them at one and one. So oh, no. seven and two. Is that yeah, I think so. They're home to UCF after that, and I'll have them losing that. Okay, I'm seven and three at Cincinnati. I got them on a four-game losing streak here. Seven and four, home to Tulsa. I think they get it done. I think they figure that one out. They're gonna go eight and four. You got eight and four. I got seven and five. Over under a six. And I think there's potential for SMU to be playing in the AAC championship. Uh, yeah. Cause I think like, honestly, those are 50, 50 games, the Houston yeah. Memphis games, even the UCF coming to Dallas. Yeah. And would I'll not shock me if they beat UCF, you know, uh, uh, watching the Cincy game last year. Sure. Cincy like out physical him in, in the second half, but through two quarters, it was scary. Well, let De- let Levitt get, cause I think the knock against this SMU team has been that their defense hasn't been physical. Yeah. Levitt will bring a physicality yeah. to this, to this team. Now, I don't Absolutely. know if it will be year one. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, they're not getting Cincinnati till November 20th. So yeah. I think there'll be a lot Plenty more of time physical. to prep yeah. up for that. And then who knows without Freeman, what Cincinnati's going to be doing defensively. This is a great overplay though, man. I think it's a decent overplay. It's a, it's a solid overplay. It's you. I don't think you're they could beat TCU. Dude, show me besides Cincinnati. Show me the, the sh- for sure loss. I'll show you likely losses and I don't think I don't it's think, likely when, think, when you say that they beat Memphis last year and they beat Houston last time. Maybe they UCF, them. even at home is still a likely loss for them, but, and then TCU is probable loss. So I think there's only three on the schedule. But, that, but my point is that the last time they've played TCU, the last time they played Houston, the last time they played Memphis, they won. Yeah. It's not at all yeah. out of the question. I mean, they could have a great year. Well, what's the ceiling for this team? AAC championship. Uh, how I mean, m- to play in the championship. How, I don't, how many losses do they take in the regular season? Two, two minimum. Yeah. But I still think it's possible if you get some bounces. I mean, obviously I think some of these are 50, 50 games, but it's I'm saying like such a tough schedule. I can't see them losing less than two. We'll make a case for them going five and seven, because that's what Vegas is essentially saying. Give me the seven losses, Pat. Uh, I mean, at Louisiana tech, maybe 
Okay. Okay. At TCU. Two. At Navy. Three. Uh, at Houston. Four. At Memphis. Five. UCF. Six. At Cincy. Seven. Yeah. That's basically losing every every game and several of those teams you've beaten the last time you played. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, think I think this I is think a strong overplay. Vegas, especially since we're expecting so much coming back for uh, SMU. Yeah. You know. And I think in the air raid you do plug and play with quarterbacks of this magnitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think you're gonna miss a beat. A little bit. I mean, I, I guess uh the, the continuity of um the system from uh, Chad Morris, you know, has helped a little bit. And uh, cause even Matt Davis was doing pretty well, but yeah. then Hicks and then obviously Bouchelle. So Mordecai, you figure with this much time to step in and get ready, things are looking good or maybe S- Preston stone smash that over Patty C. And just to keep you up to date, Patty C uh, we'll say well, I did take the over on San Jose state, San Diego state and Rutgers. So four in a row, but before that it took the under on rice, took the under on Purdue. So just to let you, you know, know what you're a positive, you're a glass half full kind of guy. I've got a glass half full and it's about to be 100% empty in a second. <laughs> well, look guys, take, take the over and, uh, and SMU. I honestly think it's, it's a pretty decent play here. Um, and I'm really, I think they're one of the more interesting teams in, in college football, Pat. What do you think about that? I, I mean, I think they have some of the most beautiful uniforms in college football. We didn't even talk about Ulysses Bentley yeah. led the league in rushing last year. He's a year. stud. First team all AAC. I think they got a, uh, just a great, a great offense that should be firing away. What do you think about Denton versus Dallas? That that's a rivalry that can develop. Denton too. versus Dallas, baby. Yeah, buddy. Well, uh, I mean, lots going on in Dallas, Texas. But yes, I'm more excited about the future, and I think they are one of the teams that stands to benefit most from this whole Texas thing. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'd love to see SMU in the spotlight, guys. If you're a first time listener to the College Football Experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 college football teams, a solo podcast for all 130, and then even some FCS. If you're a Sam Houston State fan, I'm sure we'll have you covered. Uh, and some 2.0s. Liberty's out there with the 2.0. Boise State's out there with the 2.0. We might even have an SMU 2.0, Patty C. <laughs> uh, and and also subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. The AAC should be fun this year. Tim Jankovic doing a great job at SMU. Excited to see how they will be this year. I think the whole AAC is up with with the likes of Houston making the Final Four. Penny Hardaway, if they had they, if there was no COVID issues, Memphis was a tournament team. Uh, and then, you know, just uh, the rest of Wichita state. I think UCF is going to be really good this year. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. We got you covered over there. We talk college basketball year round there over here. We talk college football year round, subscribe to both. Tell a friend me, Patty C NC Nick. Well, we've been betting every game or we've been picking every game. Uh, for the past four years, every division one college football and college basketball game. We've never had a losing season ATS. Uh, and, and that's as a collective, but also independently for each season, for each of us, we've never had a losing season. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Download that app. It's free in the app store and Google play store. You'll, you're going to love that app. All right. You're going to get all of our picks. Not only me and Patty C and NC Nick, but all of our other writers that had that cover each and other, every other sport, but you also get our podcasts. You'll get our articles ranking all we have. What I, I wrote one ranking all 130 college football coaches, the top 10 hardest college football schedules. Nancy Nick's got win totals for every conference. I think he's got NFL win totals. We got you covered on the uh, sports gambling podcast network, the SGPN app. So go grab that thing. You'll get, I mean, we just had a Phil Steele on the show, Randy cross, 
Jim McMahon. Boom. We got you covered, Mike Leach. Um, so check those out. All of that will be all those available. Party. I'm yes. pretty sure all yes. those dudes get down. Get it. Get that SGPN app. And when you download that app, leave a nice five star review in the app store. There, please say some nice things about us. If you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Follow me. Show me that that review, and I will send you a college football experience T-shirt. That simple. That simple. So college football experience t-shirt, brand new Patty C hasn't worn it. So give me a follow at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at DSGP network. Check them out and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. Sometimes work throws in that, that little, uh, you know, that blitz, let That's you right. not go to the websites oh. you want. Check down. Check down to Eric Dickerson. All right. And boom, he's going to take it to the house. To the house. When you get the Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, well, you get the Slack app and go to the Sports Gambling Podcast channel and the SGPN app. Great ways to uh, to, to do stay Stay rolling, yeah, baby. Stay rolling, baby. Uh, all right, folks. We are on the over in the Mustangs. Mustang Sally over here, Patty C. Hello. All right. Uh, this is the college football experience, SMU style. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.